I got to say, Anthony, that open, the I do not like Aaron Rodgers very much open, that one's aged real well. That's one of my best takes I've ever had. And it was a good ride. It was. That guy sucks. I hope that soon his footballs turn into ducks. I, I, I didn't like that one. No. There's another word that rhymes with all that that I yeah. like to say <laughs> I know. to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but I give some of them about having my job, so I'm not going to. That, that's See what we did there? Yeah. What, Linnell? He said, what, Linnell? I liked it. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Appreciate you. Uh, Linnell, by the way, coming up at 6.30 tonight across the hall. Over on 106.7, the fan. No? No overtime? Linnell is hanging out. He's uh, going to get a car ride with me home. He's oh, so he's in. literally just hanging out. Yeah, he's really hanging out. Okay. What was what, oh, you were on with the rooster earlier? Uh, here, hold on. Give give Linnell give Linnell a microphone. There's there's three of them in there. One of them's got to work. You want that one? He won't have a camera on YouTube. Uh, Is that two or three? Sorry, YouTube audience, but uh, you'll be able to hear Linnell. Um, I I hey hey Linnell. Um, oh, you got headphones and everything. Love that. Um, so when I got in today, which was by the way weird bit today. Um, today was the first day I took the Metro <gasps> since like before the holidays because I, there were like there was one day that I had to drive in and I was like, wait, it's the holidays. There's no traffic. I'm just going to drive every day. Um, so I did. But now that there's traffic and everything again, I was like, OK, the Metro is actually more efficient, nevertheless, more cost effective over time. So I'm going to start taking the Metro again. The train felt like it was so slow. It wasn't just you. I promise you it wasn't. Me, you Matthew had that Essick. too. Yes, we were moving literally Thank at like you. two miles an hour. I don't know what was going on on the green line. I don't know. It happened from my trip to Shady Grove, and then when I crossed over to Green, it happened too. So red line and green line. So I wonder. CK was saying because I told because I was supposed to. I had to like give him some information when I got in, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Sorry, I'm late." Like the train literally was just slow today. He's like, "I don't know. Maybe it was a safety thing because all that flooding yesterday." Oh well. Maybe that's Metro it. Like, just stinks. If if sorry, someone Metro. if someone knows why the trains were literally slow today, please tweet me at Craig Hoffman and inform me. Because I've I've complained about various public transportation things before, and there are enough people <laughs> in D.C. that take public transportation and know things and um, can give us more information. I probably could also search for it and possibly find it. But whatever the reason is, I hope I I would like to know. And I'd like Ooh. to know if it's going to be that that way tomorrow. Because if it is, I'm driving again tomorrow. I would like to know when the trains are going to be back up to speed. I will. I will take Metro. I will pay for it. The whole deal. Yeah, they don't over communicate very well at WMATA. No, um, Eric Bieniemy would be very disappointed in them. <laughs> I'm not letting you start a, a football discussion. <laughs> You're here for a bit right now. I know. Um, what were we talking about before that? Before the. Oh, Anthony you was, were talking about green eggs and ham and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Talking about that. <laughs> and then you went on to talk about Linnell catching a oh, ride with Oh, so me. I got – so when I get in today, yeah. that's what I was saying. Okay, yeah. When I got in today, um, I walked past this studio that is the same studio that the Chris Russell show happens in and that Linnell sits right over there. And on, on Wednesdays, and, and literally it was kind of the joke that I make all the time. You guys were just screaming at each other. <laughs> Depends on what time you got here. 
It was it wound, I, at that point. It was like three forty. Yeah, after three o'clock, things got off the rails. I forgot what Chris Russell said, but it I had had enough. I just <laughs> you had had enough. I had had enough. I, I genuinely had that three o'clock hour was feisty, man. What were you guys talking about? It was Mike Vrabel conversation. We were talking about. We brought up your favorite offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy. Um, I think it was the Vrabel discussion, though. I had to sit and listen to Rooster try to poke holes in Mike Vrabel, and I just don't see how someone can sit there and poke holes in him without having an agenda. So I, I first apologized to him though, because I took my anger on the fan base out on him, because the fans fans are tweeting crazy things at me, because I said on your show yesterday, mm-hmm. that Mike Vrabel should be catapulted to the top of the commander's head coaching list, and people people are going crazy. I mean, I as I said yesterday, I think there is there's kind of like two easy holes to poke in Vrabel, um, but there's holes you can poke in every candidate, so these, these are the holes for Vrabel. This is yes. not me saying he's a, a bad candidate. Um, in fact, he's a phenomenal candidate. Those two holes are he's a defensive head coach, and that means if you – hit your quarterback and he has a great relationship with the OC that OC is going to get hired and go somewhere else. And you got to replace him. That is just part of a defensive uh, head coach that you're going to have to deal with that. You never have to deal with an offensive guy in reverse because like there's no such relationship that's as important between your middle linebacker and your defensive coordinator. It's just not a thing. Defenses are more adaptable than offenses. So that's, that's one. The other thing that I would say is he did just get fired because he didn't win enough the last two years. And that seems like somewhat of a relevant plot point. Although yeah, I would, I would argue, to me. I would argue if I'm defending him that that had a lot more to do with like roster construction and the some some front office decisions. Bingo. Uh, than than anything Vrabel did last year. They were literally the most injured team in the league. Right? Yeah, which is uh, not a great way to win. No, it's not. Um. What was what was Rooster saying? Rooster was just being a contrarian. That, that, that's that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I know, right? Shocker. He was he, he he was basically trying to say that, you know. Wait, he's Mister Defensive Head Coach. Well, no, he was talking about Vrabel's going to want an immense amount of power, and I'm like, you don't know that, Chris Russell. Why are you saying that? There's the reason things went south, as I said yesterday, is because. The owner in Tennessee decided to hire a general manager that did not share the same ideologies as our head coach. Right, and I think Rain Carthon's going to be a very good GM. But he is. I, be- I want to know what they're not seeing eye to eye about because those seem like two bulls that would just run roughshod in the China shop. So, yeah. like, what what are they disagreeing on? That's a great question. Um, I think it's rebuild versus continue to try to compete because when you look at maybe. their draft picks, they went guard quarterback. That doesn't scream. That screams rebuild, in terms of like what they already had on the roster. Well, I mean, it also screams filling some holes that they had on the roster. I mean, Tannehill's two years removed from AFC balling. Two, yeah, like, but also when you're in your 30s, like happens quick. It does. Life comes at you very fast. Don't got to tell me. <laughs> I'm 34 next month, bro. Your birthday's next month already. Yeah, you're a February guy. Yeah. Huh. It seems like just yesterday that Rachel was in here with cake. And I was wearing those silly happy birthday glasses. Oh, my God, I remember. Yeah. Huh. That was like one of our first big YouTube moments, I feel like. That was before we were streaming live every day. It definitely was. Yeah. Definitely was. Nice we were, little surprise. We were, we were recording stuff, but we weren't streaming live yet. Hmm. But that, that was captured for posterity. Yeah. Posterity. We make the documentary on this show. That'll be, <laughs> the Hoffman Show, 30 for 30. That'll be a, that'll be a moment.
There'll be, be some, some some video of me in glasses. Some poor production intern on some uh, production unit. Yeah. Documentary producer is going to have to go through all of our YouTube shows. Find all this stuff. Anthony, I hope you kept good notes. Uh, I think I have. We actually have all the rundowns. Oh, there we go. Then. You're you organized. Know, you know what's funny, yeah. though? And something that we said that we were going to do that we actually haven't been good about? Putting the dates. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say kicking me off for of your rundown. Because I'm no. also on your rundown. You are on the rundown. Yes. We don't kick you off. Okay. I appreciate that. Sometimes you kick yourself off because you move around a bunch. Well, I'm a mover. Yeah. And a shaker. Mover and a shaker and an earthquaker. You got to watch out for that guy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. That's what you wanted to say. All right. Uh, <laughs> we were going to catch up on the news of the day. We kind of did. We talked about some football stuff in there. Uh, and the news hey, is hold the, on, Craig. I'm the sorry. trains are slow. I'm sorry. Um, I want to have a debate on your program with one of your friends. Which friend? Clinton Yates. About? I want to debate Clinton Yates on the Wizards and their move. I want to, that won't end well for you. Does Craig Hoffman know who I am? I, Do you I, know I, who I, he I, is? I'm not scared of the big network, Craig Hoffman. If Clinton Yates wants to verbally... It's, my, I took issue with Clinton. This is kind of old and outdated. Clinton kind of like dunked on me on Twitter not too long ago. Because of my stance. Dave Johnson is next. What's up, kiddos? It's your boy Clinton Yates from ESPN. It's the Hoffman Show on the Team 980. Tell your mama I said what's up. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Tonight, Wizards are in Indiana, uh, and that is where we find our good friend Dave Johnson. Time to get the radio party started. Blocked by Bilal Kulabali. Oh, oh boy, did he stuff him. Left wing pool, it's wow. there. Oh, that's a pool party. Yeah, the basket slam right there. Oh, they're stealing the oh. slam. You better go off. Intercepted by Kispert. Kispert now, foul line. Oh, slam. Ooh, that'll dry your preserves. It's time for Dave Johnson on a Wizards game day. Kuzma for three. Oh, it's there. It's there. Big, big shot. On the Hoffman Show. Out to the guest line we go. Uh, Dave, good evening. How are you, sir? You know, uh, one of the best basketball readers in our country, uh, Gamebridge uh, Field House. This, this truly is. I mean, if people watch the, the movie Hoosiers, I mean, this is a basketball state. And uh, the way they did this, they call it the uh, Field House. Now, obviously, uh, it's an arena with suites and all that kind of stuff. But it's still, as you look around, you, you get what they're getting at. It, it's a bit of a field house. So it, it's always great to, to come to Indianapolis. Even when it's five degrees uh, outside, which so, uh, I think it feels like right now. Here's the thing about Indianapolis, though. It's actually not that bad when it's cold because you barely have to go outside. They have all the tunnels, like the tunnel system in the city to walk indoors, as I well know, as someone who has gone there in February year after year for the NFL Combine. Right, but but they don't have uh, a tunnel to my, my favorite sandwich shop when I had to go out to get lunch today. Mm. So I, I did experience some hardship. But, no, it's, it's a wonderful place. Well, as someone who is probably going to go back to Indianapolis in the future, even if it's not this year, what is your favorite sandwich shop? I must know. Well, it's, it's Potbelly. It's Potbelly oh, okay. is one of my well, favorites. That's, that's sure not exactly Indiana-specific. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. no, it's not exactly. But you know what? It's, it's close. Uh, but not that close. I did feel the cold today. I see. I see. Uh, are you going to get to St. Elmo's and clear your sinuses? 
Well, you know, listen, St. Elmo's, this is a travel tip for you. We were just talking about this. I, I hate to break it to people. Uh, St. Elmo, I just, this, this, the shrimp cocktail, it, it feels like uh, an army of ketchup was attacked by a rogue army of horseradish. And it just, it's like, I, I don't get the fascination with it. I get that, you know, you want to blow people's brains out with, with horseradish, but that seems like something that you and I did in college when we were trying to, to punk somebody, you know, and, and then they drank seven beers afterwards or something. So uh, I'm just not a, uh, and now I'm going to get deported from Indianapolis for saying this, but I'm just not on the St. Elmo's train. Okay. Because of that shrimp cocktail. Yeah, no, that is the famous thing to do for those that don't know in Indianapolis is, is the shrimp cocktail at St. Elmo's. I like it. I don't know. I also like, it's not like how much can you put on, um, but it is kind of, I will say it is kind of fun uh, to to go and I will I will withhold the name to protect them and also myself uh, but I was there last year with my buddy Chris Gores I will name drop one person uh, it was my buddy Chris Gores who is my my fitness podcast co-host uh, Jason Wersland who is the guy who created the Theragun uh, which is a pretty cool one and then a current NFL position coach who is a former NFL player I will leave his name out of it but he had never tried the shrimp cocktail before. And um, let's just say the NFL player, uh, I think Dave would be in your camp, or the NFL coach is in your camp, that he's he's not about that life. He does not, he no longer wants to ever have to confront shrimp cocktail again. Yeah, no, no, and I like, I love horseradish, by the way. But it's just, I, I just, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't get that excited like some people do. Now, having said that, don't use me as the barometer. I'm just saying that's, you know, my take. Yes, uh, and and I went to a different place last night, which had shrimp cocktail and horseradish, but it wasn't. It was enjoyable to me. Okay, that's good. I will say this: here's my last indie pro tip for anybody listening. Uh, San Elmo's is great. It's a fine steakhouse. The the food outside of the shrimp cocktail is excellent. But if you would like a similar experience with literally a shared kitchen and about you know three quarters ish of the price, just go to Harry and Izzy's next door. That's that's actually the secret to St. Elmo's. All right, and then and then again, if, if you want the real Indiana experience and you'll save a lot of money, go to Steak and Shake because you know <laughs> you're in Indiana when you have a Steak and Shake. So there's there's that option as well if you if you want to uh, get with the people. Yes, no, that is true. Uh, the Steak and Shake, I've I've heard. I am not. I'm incapable of staying up this late, uh, but I've heard the steak and shake at about 4 a.m. Uh, during the NFL Combine is definitely a place to be. I definitely think there have been stories broken there uh, from all kinds of NFL people probably having had, you know, maybe seven beers after a shrimp cocktail and winding up there at 4 in the morning. Uh, Dave Johnson is with us from Indianapolis uh, here on the Hoffman Show. Uh, all right, to the task at hand here. Uh, Wizards coming into this game 6-30. and 30. They come into it riding a uh-oh, one, two, three, four, five game losing streak. Um, a close one against the Thunder the other night by the end of it, Dave, but um, it just feels like whenever we, we get those encouraging signs, they they tend to fall back off, and they just can't find any level of consistency. Has anyone talked about that lately, and, and what are you seeing in that regard? Well, I, you know, again, uh, like most NBA radio shows, you could probably hear this. Uh, I think they are hearing the public address announcer in Fort Wayne, which is the home of the Indiana Pacers, G League affiliate, the Mad Ant. Yes, who's a play-by-play announcer is a young man named John Nolan, who I went to college with. So there's your oh, – really? okay. yeah, there All we right. go. Yes. Well, they're they're part of the uh, but it's, it's very loud here. But if you were talking about 
in this season, you know what? Against Oklahoma City, uh, that's a good team, and that's a team uh, that that the Wizards are, are basically they're they're using the same playbook. Uh, it's it's a someone in this room stole a, a few years ago. Uh, lost the first round of playoffs, decided to pivot. They went through a 22-win season, a 24-win season, and then last year uh, got into the play. And then this year, you know, they're, they're 10, 11, 12 games uh, above 500. But my, my point of bringing that up is it's it's a painful process if you look at the results. But you're not going to replace, uh, let's put Bilal Koulibaly in the fourth quarter against Shea Gilders Alexander. So what what is happening to this Wizards team? If you look at the games, it, it's competing. You know, it's one sixteen one ten against the Oklahoma City Thunder the other night. Uh, they ended up losing by eight. Um, uh, you know, even the Knicks game, uh, they paid for a, a bad uh, first half, uh, but then uh, you know they they made a, a game of it in the third quarter. But they got they got behind by more than twenty against the Knicks. You, you can't do that in the NBA. A 15-point lead in the NBA is, is not safe. 20-plus, typically the script is a team will make a run, get it down to about 10 or 8, and then that's, they, they run out of gas or the other team makes adjustments. So, uh, again, this season is about um, you're looking at, like tonight, uh, this was the last time we played the Pacers, one of the best games the Wizards put together because they put it all together for 40 minutes. Uh, we saw... Uh, Jordan Poole, wow, 30 points and eight assists. Corey Kiss with 23 points off the bench. Uh, this is not a Pacers team that protects the paint well. The Wizards got to the, the free throw line uh, 26 times. And this is a Pacers team, and Wizards seem to one and two in pace. So they're going to get, get after it uh, tonight. Can the Wizards make it two in a row against the Pacers? You, you do try to win where you're, you're not going to – have success all the time is because within these games, the Wizards are trying to develop players at the same time. And it's an important part of the process. And as we talked with Matt Pinto of the Oklahoma City Thunder before their game. I mean, they're, they're fun to watch now, and they're flying high. But it wasn't that long ago they were a 24-win team. Uh, and it's, it's real hard to be patient. Uh, during that period of time. And this is this is a, a period of time that, yeah, our patience is, is going to be tested. And it's, it's, it's a real time to focus on, you know, who is going to stay with this Wizards team? You know, I don't know. I don't know where, where, where the trades are going to be made. What, what, what players are going to receive offers that are going to be too good for the Wizards to refuse? I mean, it's, a, it's an exciting time because the Wizards do have flexibility uh, to build for the future. But but in that process, um, there's going to be a lot of games where, yeah, oh boy, they were right there, but they didn't get it. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, the, you know, one thing that was really nice the other night, too, with the rebounding we talked about has been such an issue. Kyle Kuzma, 15 big rebounds the other night. Uh, see if he can continue that. If he can be more consistent, I think the score lines will be a lot more consistent. For the Wizards, uh, of course, at Indiana tonight, at Atlanta this weekend, and then back home uh, on MLK Day Monday against Detroit. All those games right here on the Team 980. Dave, as always, thanks for your time, sir, and enjoy your postgame steak and shake tonight. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll try St. Elmo's postgame just for grins because we are staying in Indianapolis tonight. There you go. I appreciate everyone staying with us. We we have some developing storylines on this team. Uh, again, it's just, it's, but we knew this going in. It was sure. not going to be a season where we'll be counting the victories.
uh, without question. All right, Dave, thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, that is Dave Johnson with us here on the Hoffman Show. When we get back, we will wrap up this radio program on a Wednesday with real things, real people said, into real microphones. Anthony, I know it's your Friday, but come on. You really have to rub it in? Did I really rub it in, Chris? You're fired. (laughs) You're fired. For three days? You can't come back till next Tuesday. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Get out of here. Uh, Anthony (laughs) is headed down to... Uh, flag football nationals. Do we have a diagnosis? Are we we're not playing? The hamstring is not going to cooperate. So the thing is, it's supposed to rain Friday. We have games on Friday, so I definitely would not play if I was to play. And I think it's supposed to rain Saturday, so I don't think I'm playing. So if we make it to Sunday, hopefully it's like sunny, and I may consider. But I don't. I don't know if I'm playing. Too many people have told me not to play, including Zayers told me uh, not to play. Uh, my coach from. Um, Little League has told me not to play, and also Craig. Yeah, I have also told you, uh, putting my fitness hat on. Yeah. Uh, I think the phrase was, if I was your guy, because uh, you were like, I gotta go see my guy to see if I can clear it. And I was like, if I was your guy, I wouldn't clear you. I'm not running, I'm not sprinting until next Thursday. Yeah, that's after. We didn't. We couldn't find any availability for me to go see him tomorrow. So really, I could have possibly. You have not built up the tolerance, sir. You haven't built up the tolerance to sprinting. You gotta, you gotta ramp. You can't jump to the top. It's, it's risky. I know. It's risky. We're supposed maybe. to run routes though next Thursday. Couple of, couple of snaps here and there maybe. Yeah. But you don't want to, you don't want to find out that it was, it was uh, a bad one. But I know it sucks because it's nationals. I know. Um, I but have to wait. You'll be a great. You'll be, eight. you'll be there cheering on your teammates. Yep. You'll coaching. be a great teammate coaching it up. Yep. Uh, we wish you well. Thank you. Uh, Vic will be here. Yep. Oh, down the fort. We'll do our best. We'll do our <laughs> best without you. Yes. Um, I also want to note that uh, there are five more fine points on the board back there for me. I never added the 15 that I was supposed to add from the other time either when you were home. What did I do? Uh, I, know, I know that that is correct. I just don't forget. I don't remember what I did. It was a, was it the audio? I couldn't even tell you. Oh, the stream. Oh, yeah. I didn't start the stream for like half an hour into the show. Yeah, it was a that stream. Was, that's a real bad one. Oh. Um, but during the interview with Dave, you might have heard uh, what sounded like a commercial on you know, a website playing. That's because I forgot to turn uh, something off, and that's my fault. Uh, Those so adding up quickly for you, Craig. They, ha- they have, but I'm still behind you. <laughs> By a lot, probably. By 10. Okay. Uh, we are now at 80 total points. That math doesn't math. I was about uh, to say, yeah. Or no, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Uh, I've got 5, 10, 15, oh, 35, 20, nine, 35. You've got 45. Yep, yeah, that is 80. Uh, we still owe, owe ourselves a lunch. For 60, 40, or is that 50, 50? 60, 40. Yeah. 60, 40. Me? Yeah. Damn. I haven't... Uh, Wrapped up that yeah. many uh, fine points, but to start this one, I, I definitely was out to like a forty-zero start. I'm just happy that, that like we we were on a prodigious rate for a while. Yeah, I we've guess gotten the show under control. We've improved. Bit. The whole point of the fine system was to not have to use the fine system. Yeah, it's still there, uh-huh. but behavior has been better. Yes, and we love to see improvement. 
accountability. Uh, we have a culture of accountability here. All of that. Um, are the do your job signs? Can we take down the do your job signs? I I, I feel like Essig gets to make that call because it's kind of his bit. Yeah. But I am proposing that with Ron Rivera having exited the building, the do your job signs also should exit. What is your favorite Ron quote from his tenure here? He had, and they vary season by season. You know, Ben Standing laid it out in his article. Yeah, he did. Um, but he had some quotables, man. And season to season, it was. But cool. most of them like weren't good. Like that's the thing. You know, if you, you know, <laughs> there was the one about like a a map. You know, like uh, you know, about it's just something about experience, and it was like. Yeah, you're the guy who took the personnel job having never done it before. What are you talking about? Yeah. Or like plant your feet where the some I don't know. Be where your feet are is a good yeah. one. I actually do like that one. Okay. I do like that one. What about uh position flex? No. Buffalo nickel. I think that's the stupidest. <laughs> like it's just the nickel. We really thought we were on to something. Landon Collins a Buffalo nickel, guys. It's just it's well, I mean, I get it. It's it's not an original thing. They just called it the Buffalo nickel, yeah. which which like you know what that that phrasing is from, right? The Buffalo. There's an actual coin called a Buffalo nickel, and it's a nickel. It's like a five cent piece, but it's bigger. Oh, wow. and that's all it is. Is like it's some teams just literally call it big nickel yeah. because it's playing the nickel, except for it's a safety instead yeah. of a corner. Mm. So, like, when they would say, oh, Benjamin St. Juice is playing some Buffalo nickel, I'd just be like, no, he's not. He's, playing. he's just playing nickel. Yeah. Stupid. Good old Ron. Gonna miss him. For what? <laughs> All due respect. Real things. We're not gonna be f- sucked this year. Real people. Five and eleven. Not very good. Said into real microphones. You know the culture is actually damn good. Oh, we're gonna have to remake a lot of imagers. The real things one gets to stay. Those are iconic quotes. But like pick our pick six, six and yeah, stuff, definitely we're gonna have that. to we're gonna have to redo. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, real things real people said in real microphones. Uh, there's one that, that just jumped off my page. Uh, Jared Allen and Donovan Mitchell at the Cavs practice in France. Do we get some French, Anthony? Uh, un poquito. That's Spanish. That's Spanish. The correct answer is oui. Oui. Mitchell here has been amazing. That's all you got? That's all I need to say. That's right. That's right. Dr. J.A. <laughs> Dr. J.A. That's, that's a new nickname. You got, you got to run it back. Oh, I missed the, the beginning. Bonjour, Dr. Monsieur J. Mitchell here has been amazing. <laughs> Monsieur Mitchell. What would, what would you rate his uh his French? Because it's, it's Monsieur, Mr.? Mm, yeah, okay. Monsieur. Monsieur. Or Monsieur. Monsieur. No, Monsieur. Monsieur. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my duo. I did, hey, Duolingo, does that count? Do I extend my streak? <laughs> uh... Raptors coach, which one should I play? I mean, the same. Ah, we might have time for both of these. Uh, Raptors coach, Darko, uh, I should know his name. I'm sorry. Radjikovic uh, went off on the officials after their loss to the Lakers last night. Love a good coach. Players in our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league. He goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two. Uh, free throws for the whole game. How's that possible? How are you gonna explain it that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight. 
If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. Okay. He was fed up. Yes, and I understand that fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Even like Scotty Barnes dunking on the dude at the end of the game. I thought it was a foul. I was just like, why are you even putting yourself in that position? But they could not buy a whistle in the fourth quarter, man. Yikes. Uh, last but not least, Nick Saban resigning today, or retiring, I should say, today. Uh, a little bit of a throwback. Kirby Smart, Nick Saban for the 2023 SEC Championship game. But we were right about one thing. I'm too old for this that's cool um nick saying i'm too old for this but also kirby saying hey appreciate all you did for me of course kirby smart former defensive coordinator at alabama if things weren't rolling so good at georgia i mean there's no reason he would leave georgia for alabama um no. But that is absolutely going to be Alabama's number one target. Yep, every single time they're gonna they're gonna try. I don't think Kirby would go, but I don't know. Nick left LSU for for Bama. Ooh. Well, I mean, I guess he went to the Dolphins in between. Yeah, I just feel as though Kirby, like what he started at Georgia, it's just going to be too hard for him to like walk away from it. No, why would he? They're the number one. Like, why would you go to a worse team? And to be honest. Had they beaten Georgia, I think they would have won. I mean, Bama, I think they would have went on to win, even extend their their win streak. So Yeah, I mean, they're the number one ranked team in the country next year coming into it. Um, mm -hmm. They're nasty. He's become kind of what Nick – I mean, like, obviously Bama was still a player. Bama beat them this year. Bama was in the playoff. Um, but Kirby's built what Nick built at Alabama yep. like a decade later. You know, every year it's it's a like, how could you be better than Julio Jones? We'll meet this guy. How could you be, you know, how could you be better than uh, Mark Ingram? Meet Trent Richardson. Then it's the Najee Harris. Then it's the next. Like, they just that's that's what Georgia's got right now. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll have more on all this stuff tomorrow. Uh, Wizards basketball now on the team nine eighty.